Meanwhile, at Manage Comics, coming to you from a secret underground lair, these dedicated heroes discuss the business of comics, industry news, comic book retail issues, and the latest developments from Manage Comics. They are promoters of comics, champions of small business, and four-color heroes. They are the Manage Comics team. Hey, welcome, 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 welcome. It is Meanwhile at Manage Comics. And this is Thursday, September 7th, 2023. That is the old Meanwhile at Manage Comics intro. And I haven't heard that in an age. And it actually kind of gave me a little, uh, <laughs> made me a little happy. So yeah, I uh, haven't heard my own voice introducing one of these in a while. Yeah, this guy, this guy is live. We're live right now. That's why you're seeing the live with Manage Comics overlay. Um, yeah, let me know who's here today. It's Revenge Of. So um, I believe if uh, we've got about four or five folks here. So shout out and, and let us know who's here. Um, I'm going to jump right into it because we got some really cool stuff today. We are going to talk about the new features of Shopify 23. So Shopify does something interesting twice a year. They do these kind of summary uh, things. It's it's like a website that has a whole bunch of, of different things on it. Um, and I'm going to go over some of the, the highlights that we found going through stuff. I've discovered um, some really cool things about how to, you know, do a couple really neat things that I'm going to gonna share with you today. Um, there's just overall some really nice visual tweaks to Shopify. And on top of that, they've fixed a lot of the searching things that they had kind of buried. And so we'll, we'll go through some of that stuff as well. Uh, but let's jump right into my little slide deck so that we can start going through some things. Um, so Shopify Editions is their twice yearly rundown of everything they've worked on. So it, it often showcases the stuff they've done previously as well as the stuff that's coming up. So it'll be a little bit of both. Um, there are going to be some things that they've already released and there's going to be things like the very first thing, which are coming up. So they're more aspirational. Some of those things we don't see for two or three releases, but it's always nice to see kind of where Shopify is going. Um, I'll be honest, they've gone super deep on AI and I'm not quite sure. I feel like AI might be the new crypto. Um, so we'll see. Here's some shout outs here. Uh, Revenge of says, howdy. Jeff from Digital Heroes says, hi. Our friends at Variant Edition say, hiya. That must be uh, Danica. Uh, Doug from Comic Cave in Portland is here lurking for a bit. Um, yeah. So the nice thing is you'll always be able to come back and, and watch stuff afterwards because uh, this sucker will be archived as well. So Shopify has this new love affair with AI. Um, they have a new tool called Sidekick. It's actually pretty neat. It's it's going to work with you using plain language. So you'll be able to um, type in a question and it will give that back to you. A couple of the really cool kind of uses I've seen for it is having Sidekick change the, um, the collection on your homepage. So you could say, Hey, Sidekick, update my new releases collection 
with the most recent tag that I inputted, for example. Um, so that that's pretty cool. Shopify magic is going to let help you to write emails, product descriptions, and a lot more stuff. We're going to get into a couple things like bundles, which might be really helpful with Shopify magic. Before we jump into that, um, I'm going to play a little video from our good friend Tobias at, uh, at Shopify. I believe like entrepreneurs are heroes. This is our fun foundational belief here. And every hero needs a sidekick. Every entrepreneur has tons of questions. Sidekick will have answers that are specific to your business. It is built for the purpose of helping you with entrepreneurial journey. One of the best things about Sidekick is that it can take things off your to-do list and if you so choose, do them for you. It will not question your vision, but if there's a big change you want to make, it'll definitely be able to help you with that too. Sidekick knows everything that Shopify knows. That includes how to design your store, that includes developer documentation and economic trends. I can't actually think of any corner of the internet that will benefit more from AI than the pursuit of people building their own businesses. I've been part of a technology industry since the mid-90s. I have never seen anything like AI. This will be an unbelievable boon to entrepreneurship. Well, would you would you look at that? It looks like AI is going to change the world. Uh, I think that AI is going to get rid of a lot of the silly busy work that we often spend a lot of effort and brain power on. Um, it'll also improve chat functionality overall. So if you have something, let's say that you're in Shopify and you can't find where the metadata objects are, something preview coming soon. Um, you know, I spent 30 seconds surfing through five different menus until I found out where the meta object definitions were. If I could just ask a chat, you know, open up metadata, then suddenly they open up and I can actually do the thing that I'm trying to do. So I think it'll remove a lot of that stuff. It also, I use AI all the time to reword something. So I'll write, you know, a big blurb of text, and then I'll pop into chat GPT and say, rewrite this in under 200 characters. I used to spend 15 minutes, like, you know, removing words. Now I can pop that into chat GPT and it gives me back 255 characters. Um, I really like that kind of stuff. And I think that's the thing that uh, AI is, is going to be really great for. It's the stuff that you didn't know that you were wasting time on. Um, Danica says, I think AI can be a useful tool, but it shouldn't replace creativity. I agree. What I find it does is it helps me either a, with the initial, like, here's a, here's a bunch of stuff that I need to do. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, and then it gives me back the first draft. So sometimes I'll, I'll, uh, ask for it to write me a paragraph on, a specific thing and then I'll edit it 
Or conversely, if I've written a big chunk of text that I want to summarize, I'll throw that at AI and it tends to be grammatically better. I mean, I've been using Grammarly for years and Grammarly is basically one of these AI engines at this point. Um, yeah, so that was that was Tobias's take on AI. I think the the cool some of the cool stuff I've seen is having AI change um, content on your website really quickly, uh, and and not necessarily text content, but just like a change, like instead of going opening up Shopify, opening up online store, hitting customize, changing the new releases thing, you can actually type in the little chat thing, change new releases to this tag and it'll just instantly do it. Like that's, it's not huge, but it's transformational. Um, so the other thing that happened is Polaris that that's kind of the, uh, Shopify backend sort of thing. They just refined it quite a bit. Um, they also gave us as developers new like CSS and coding, so that it's cleaner, like kind of everywhere. Um, so yeah, that that was actually quite helpful. Um, they changed the font. So it's a smaller, more readable font, more legible. And they posted a blog post. The blog post is really interesting. I'll include that in the comments uh, on this, uh, this very edition of Managed Comics. Shopify has built their own Shopify subscriptions app. It is not a super robust, um, you know, really, really incredibly powerful app, but it does do basic subscriptions. It will not work for comic subscriptions because it's expecting the same thing to come out at the same point every month at the same price. Um, so a good example would be like a loot crate or a book of the month subscription. So if you were to say, you know, every month for 20 bucks, we're going to send you a graphic novel. And that graphic novel will be worth between 19 and $25. I don't know, something like that. Or, you know, if it's under 20 bucks, we'll make up for it. If it's over 20 bucks, we're going to eat it. I don't, I don't know exactly how you would do something like that. But um, the point is the customer is going to get, get charged the same amount every month. So you might want to do like a, a regular quarterly comic supplies subscription. Every quarter, we're going to give you 100 bags and 100 boards. Um a hot number one subscription. I've seen the multiverse in we're in Texas. Where are they in Texas? I don't remember. Hearst, Hearst, Texas. Um, they do a number ones club where every month they give you five number ones of a, of a series. Um, and they charge, you know, 20 bucks a month for that, that five number ones thing. And you're always going to get at least $20 worth of value. They also will throw in a one in 10 or a one in 20, occasionally just kind of at random um, to those folks. So those are, are cool, very simple subscription things that you can now offer with Shopify. This one's super cool. So there used to be a whole bunch of different apps. There was an eBay app, an Amazon app, a Walmart app, and more apps. Uh, this new way of doing things, you can actually uh, kind of connect all of your different marketplaces together through your Shopify store, and then you can set different rules on each of them. So for eBay, let's say you want your base price to be 10% higher to take into account eBay's listing prices. You can do that in the app to, uh, you know, take advantage of that. And then it still syncs all your inventory statuses, 
your orders, your product details, and everything else with your Shopify store. And if it sells on eBay, it kind of comes back to your store and vice versa. If you sell it in your store, it gets removed from eBay. Um, this is super powerful. And uh, this is something I think we'll do a deeper dive into in the future because this one's uh, really cool. Speaking of really cool, Shopify has a bundle system. I played a little bit with this. Um, a good example of this would be, so you've got you know the seven issues of Dark Crisis on Infinite Earth. You want to bundle those together into a set. You can now bundle all six of them together. If you sell out of issue number five, the bundles are now sold out. Uh, a better example might be, you know, bundling 36 packs of TCGs together into a box, bundling 12, I, I did it backwards, bundling 12 boxes into a case, um, that kind of stuff. So it's like reverse, um, reverse breaks. Uh, so yeah, that, that stuff is now available in Shopify. And meta objects. Meta objects are super cool. I've been playing around with these for about six months since they they had them um, initially. And we've had meta objects in Manage Comics for over a year. Um, that's how you get a subscribe to series button on the homepage uh, or any page of your products. Um, those use a meta object with the ID, with our Geekfetch ID of that series. Uh, so I'm going to show you meta objects in action. So what we're going to do here, I'm going to pop into settings and we're going to scroll down to custom data. And custom data has uh, all these things are your product definitions, variant edition, uh, variant definitions, collections, customers, but we're gonna actually create our own. We're gonna call it genre. Uh, and yeah, we'll call it genre, single. Uh, we are going to give it a title, single line text, descriptive. going to require this and we're not going to give it any other limitations. Then we are going to use something that is called rich text. We're going to call this description. And this is the line description. HTML is allowed. Um, I'm going to make description also required. Then we're also going to add a file and we're going to call this image. And the image for a uh, we're not going to require this and we're going to limit it just to images. We're not going to allow videos to be one of these things. And then last but not least, we're going to add collection. So we're going to look for collection. And we're going to call this call it the featured collection. Not require that one either. 
And now we have created a meta object called genre. So now what can we do with that? Well, we are going to go into content and we're gonna go into meta objects. And so you can see that I've created um, some creators, which we're gonna look at those later, but I'm going to create genres and I'm gonna create, the first one is gonna be sci-fi. And I've already created a title and I took the liberty of creating a image earlier today. And I'm gonna go in here and I'm gonna say science fiction. So because this is um, rich text, we can do things like highlight stuff. We can, you know, give that a little italicizing. Um, we could even say like some examples of science fiction authors include and then I'm going to select the collection of sci-fi and I'm going to save that guy. And I'm just going to really quickly add one more um, super hero. I promise you there's this any second now. Superhero. And I'm going to select a collection of... So we're going to make this horror instead. Okay, horror. Um, so yeah, I've already created collections for all these genres as well. Um, just like I created collections for, uh, you know, Scott Snyder and stuff. So I think where this will probably go at some point is that you'll be able to create dynamic collections on the fly. And that would be super cool, obviously. So from here, we are now going to go into our website and we're going to go to customize. We're going to click on this little homepage guy and we're going to say create meta object template and we're going to add a definition. We're going to call it, oops, sorry, that was wrong. That's not what I meant to do. We're going to create meta object template and we're going to use genre title description genre is going to be the URL handle. So for example, it'll be pages, genre, science fiction. So we'll create this guy and we're going to add, let's say we'll add an image with text. We're going to add a image banner and we will add, I'm going to just move that guy to the top. We're going to add a featured collection. So in our image banner, image banner, we're gonna remove the word image banner here and we're gonna do title. And then we're just gonna delete this guy. We're gonna delete this guy. And we're gonna change the scheme. So this is one of the cooler new things in um, Shopify is you can change your color schemes. And then I'm going to make the banner height small and I'm going to click on that and I'm going to choose my image. So now my little sci-fi image is in the background. Um, and I might even edit this and say, I'm going to actually put the word genre here. Okay. And I'm going to go to my image and I'm going to choose my image 
from my metadata. I'm going to choose my title, my title. I'm going to choose. So remember to delete the content that's in there because we don't want to be doubling up the content. I'm going to choose my description and I'm going to remove that button. And then finally, I can go to this featured collection. I'm going to call it name and select featured collection so genre science fiction collection and save that so that's the actual um, name of the collection and bingo that's done so now we can actually um, take a look at this there's our collection. So our image background, and we could, we could actually add two images. We might want to add, you know, a background image as well as our main image. Um, there's our picture. There's the words. Now these words, you would want to make these like searchable so that your SEO is really good on this stuff. Uh, and then we have all the elements that all the items that are in that store that are sci-fi. So extrapolating this a little bit, we can also do things like writer Scott Snyder. So we could have creator pages with individual products on those pages that are, uh, that are from those creators. And then those go to the full collection. Um, yeah. So that's just uh, one example of some of the cool stuff you can do with metadata. I see this as being something that, that we'll probably use um, quite a bit going forward. And I can imagine us being able to create a lot of these pages on the fly. Um, and, and start creating some of that metadata for you. So yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Um, and as you saw, like I did that in real time. So you see, it doesn't take a lot of time and you can be generating like hundreds of these things. So as soon as, now that I've actually built kind of the template, um, I go back into this page here, sorry, into um, content, meta objects and I can start adding more and more meta objects over time very, very quickly, right? Like this does not take long to create these. The thing that's going to take the most amount of time right now is going into products and creating collections. So once I've created all the collections for the things that I want, now I can actually create these, uh, these metadata um, products really, really quickly. So yeah, there we go get back into some of the other things. Wait a second. Wait a second. We have a question. Joe from Revenge of says, how would you add the creator pages to the menu? Do you need to create a landing page for genre or creator, for example? Yeah. So each, so when I was in there, um, I'll show you where I was when I was in my customize. I actually have to create a new meta object template for each different type of meta object I have. The reason for that is that each one of these could have a different shape. I could have more or less items, you know, on each one of these things. Um, 
And so you're, you're going to want to be able to tweak how each one of them looks. And then you asked, how do you add them to your menu? Uh, you just go into your, your menu section navigation, and you'll just, you can just go in there and, and add, um, a new menu item called genres, and then just start putting all your genre pages in there. Um, super easy. Cause I believe that these are. question i'm not sure where they would be exactly so you may have to do like a, a the old manual um link which is you do it like this boom oops i did that wrong pages sci-fi um add that to your all products type thing and now you'll have a link into your sci-fi pages um cool let's jump into the next so yeah so uh the example that i used was uh, showing how to create a, a new meta object of a creator creating collections for the creator create all the data for the creator you create that template once and then you can auto-generate pages that are going to be updated over time and will have high SEO value. The other thing they've added is um, easy ways to change your theme. I'm going to actually jump right into uh, this stuff because it's it's super cool. So if you're using any of the themes that support um, a lot of the, the new theme stuff that they've added, um, if I go into customize and then go into theme settings, we're going to see this colors thing. So you can now have all these different schemes of colors and those get used in a number of different places. So for example, in my slideshow, I can change the theme um, of that slideshow. So if I want to change this guy here from blue, I can quickly change it to like my black or even my white version. Um, so these, these color schemes are really, really slick ways of very quickly changing the look and feel of entire elements of your, your site. So if you want your new releases to stand out a little more then maybe your, you know, weekly comics kind of thing, you can definitely uh, very quickly change those things. And it means you don't have to make a huge change to your entire site. You can now make changes at the element level, uh, which I think just gives, gives Shopify kind of, similar powers to what Word, WordPress and some of the other builder sites have, have developed recently. Um, there's also so many font choices now. So they've added tons and tons of Google fonts. So in my typography, I've, I've updated my um, typography with this one called Mouse Memoirs. Uh, and this one called, I'm using Dossus, which I like. It's a nice thin font for the uh for the text and it it has really high legibility so yeah i've uh, kind of updated things really quickly so that's fairly easy to do now uh jumping back to our next element they've made a ton of other various changes like the page speeds are so much faster i've noticed that um, myself just 
page speed renders are a lot faster. So that's really good for SEO and usability. Um, that high, high, fast page renders are one of the key things that Google looks at when they're ranking things. Um, there's a lot more ways to customize uh, filters and products for large product catalogs. It's not perfect. It's still limited. So uh, I think the filters on Shopify right now are limited to 5,000 products. Um, they are getting better though, because I saw that they're reducing or increasing rate limits on, on a bunch of these things. So I think we're going to start to see those things increase. We have to remember that Shopify was originally built for really, really small shops like bicycle shops and snowboard shops and, and things that don't have, you know, they might have two to 500 SKUs. So them seeing things like comics and toys and stuff where we've got thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands in some cases of SKUs is something fairly new to them. Um, and they're just kind of wrapping their heads around it. And it's a huge logistical challenge because you're not talking about one store with 50,000 items. You're talking about 10, 20 million stores with 50,000 items each. That's a lot of items to be managing and, and they're managing all of them. Uh, they've given new custom email templates and new segmentation filters for those emails. So there's a lot more stuff that we can do with emails. And next week we're gonna talk about emails specifically. There's a lot more customer filtering um, and there's a lot more kind of email automation stuff that they've added. They've also added local pickup and draft orders, which was something I didn't know wasn't available before. So that's interesting. Um, they have EFT POS payments in Australia, which was a huge thing for my Australian friends. I know they weren't able to do a lot of POS stuff because they didn't have e EFT um, payments. And then they've also added this uh, PS Go and WisePad thing to um, available in Canada as well as the United States. Um, these are like kind of handheld all-in-one POS systems that have a scanner and the interface all in one in, in like kind of a for phone form factor. Uh, very interesting. I think we'll see Shopify move to a little bit more of the square terminal thing at some point. These are all Android powered devices. So taking, you know, a smaller form factor and making it bigger is not too hard for them. But I, I think we'll see some of that in the future. I just wanted to mention something as I was going through all this stuff, I was also looking at the last time that we did an edition. So when we did um, the summer 20, no, the winter 2023 one of the things that was in there was merging duplicate customers. Uh, and I've run into this a half dozen times with our stores that have had. So you'll end up with like, like a blank customer in your store. And you're like, why do I have subscriptions on somebody that has no name? So what you've done at some point is you've merged two customers together. Um, so you've got to be really, really careful with this. When you're merging a customer, you have to look at the Shopify ID. So the Shopify ID in Manage Comics All Customers will be this string of characters that starts with one, six, seven, eight. In, sorry, six, one, six, seven, eight. In Shopify, you'll find that same string in the URL. So that's the Shopify customer. If you click through in Manage Comics, that will actually take you to that customer in Shopify. When you merge, you have to merge 
the non-managed comics customer into your managed comics customer. Uh, and it says when you're doing a merge, like which customers do you want to merge and how do you want to do it? Um, make sure you do it the right way because otherwise you're going to create an orphan. And, and by the way, this is a destructive merge, meaning that when it happens, there's no like linking information or anything created. So we have no idea what happens. All we know is we had a customer and we don't have a customer anymore. So uh, Managed Comics just kind of freaks out a little bit and says, here's a list with no name. So um, buyer beware, <laughs> let your staff know not to do this. And <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a scary thing. Uh, that's, that's about it for the additions. Anybody get any questions for me about any of that stuff? Anything I can dive deeper into for you? Um, there's a lot in this, this particular one, there was a lot of kind of nerd um, developer stuff. And I'm still going through that with my team. We're definitely going to tweak a bunch of things that we're doing. And, and we're working on some big kind of backend projects. And, and those projects will... Uh, involve a lot of this stuff. So that's the good news. Uh, I'll give you a couple quick updates that will go up tomorrow. I'm just doing some final QA on them. Um, we are, we, we've created better formatted terms of service for your subscriptions. I think that might be live now actually. So um, when a new customer subscribes for the first time, they get like this terms of service, which is on your settings page. Um, if you were using our default information before, it was pretty terribly formatted. That's going to be formatted much better going forward. Um, if you edit it yourself, the formatting is wonderful, so you're fine. Editing subscription shortages is now live, actually. So you can actually go into the subscription shortages and edit, um, delete stuff that may have been fulfilled in another way, not through Managed Comics. And also just, uh, you know, adjust stuff that, that you, maybe somebody doesn't want it a couple of weeks after it, it, they were shorted for it. Um, we did some admin adjustments for international pricing. So there's a bunch of screens that international pricing wasn't showing up on, but now it's going to show up on all those pages as well. We did an admin net pricing display fix, uh, which will go up. So anytime that something is, net priced, you're going to see that it's net priced in the admin. And you'll also see any uh, order form notes. And we have consistently improved the initial and FOC file experience so that all of the, you can kind of see it at the bottom there, the save download file and download the diamond update file. Those are consistent um, across both initial orders and FOCs and then consistent between the three distributors as well. What are we working on? So um, the next thing that we're working on, and I forget what we've got Natalia working on this week. There's a bunch of little fixes that I've got going on. and I can't remember what they are off the top of my head. But right after that, we're going to jump into some Lightspeed integration. Um, that's just going to allow Lightspeed to do product sync order syncs. And we're going to do Lightspeed X first because it's the easier one of the two. And then we'll jump into Lightspeed R. Uh, and so I'm hoping that within two weeks, we'll have all of our Lightspeed stuff kind of syncing up. And that's kind of the big stuff. Um, 
I'm going to hide the really, really cool stuff for a couple of weeks. Next week, we're going to talk email automations. Uh, we're going to look at e Shopify's email automation and how their marketing tools work within Shopify for emails. We're going to give you some great examples of where to use managed comics emails versus Shopify. That is one thing that we're adding in the next week or so. We're adding an unsubscribe to all of the managed comics marketing emails. So if you use the general campaign, there'll be an unsubscribe where somebody can unsubscribe to that. That will not apply to the transactional pulls emails. Those will still go out. Um, we're going to talk about how to use tags to target your subscribers and how to use automations to increase revenues by creating things like abandoned cart emails. Um, there's, there's a bunch of different kind of email automations that we can create, which will, uh, get people coming back to your store and buying stuff. And then on September 21st, you're going to start seeing this on our website. We're hosting an event called reboot. Now, we're going to start doing these every six months, kind of piggybacking on off what Shopify does. We're going to do a big overview of everything we've done in the last six months and how that builds on the future. And then we're also going to show the big projects we're working on. Uh, our biggest project in the next few months is going to be multi-store finally. And then we have a big, hairy, audacious goal that I'm not going to tell you for two weeks. And then uh, if you're here on September 21st, you'll find all about Reboot. We're also changing our branding a little bit and making it a little more fun because um, we have this really weird thought that maybe comics should be fun. I don't know. Sounds crazy. So that's going to do it for this week. Um, anybody have any questions before I sign off for the day? Got a, got a yay from Joe at Revenge Up. Gonna give you a couple seconds because I know you guys are a little bit behind. I think you're like five to ten seconds, but I'm not seeing any any responses yet. Nothing, nothing. Thanks for the updates, Joe. It might just be you here eleven times. <laughs> All right, folks. Gotta make sure that I don't have any extra slides. That's it. Thanks for joining. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, and in the meantime and in between times, keep selling those comics. Bye. <laughs>